Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Standing up for the little guy for the greater good. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. We're seeing emails to Roy at RoyGreenshow.com that have to do with the issue of medical marijuana. Bob writes, I've seen the smoking of marijuana problem coming for a long time. In Canada, anyone can get a marijuana license by going to a naturopathic doctor, a herbalist doctor, a real doctor, not likely, or a marijuana doctor affiliated with a dispensary. So if it can be called medicine, there can be no control of its use. They can smoke in any non-smoking area because, wink, wink, they're taking medicine. What a slippery slope we've gotten to. That's from Bob. So many polarized views on marijuana, medical and otherwise. You can send emails to Roy at RoyGreenshow.com. Roy at RoyGreenshow.com. Um, Burlington, Ontario's Neil Bantelman has been placed in a dangerous prison in Indonesia as he begins to serve an 11-year sentence for child sexual impu- uh, abuse imposed by that country's Supreme Court. And we talked about the imposition of the sentence with his brother, Guy Battleman, a couple of weeks ago. It was a very strange meeting uh, by the Supreme Court of Indonesia. They didn't call any witnesses. They didn't allow for any points of view. There was no input. And they overturned the higher court uh, ruling, which had declared that uh, Neil Battleman was not guilty. So Neil's brother Guy and his mother Corinne met with Canada's Parliamentary Secretary for Global Affairs, Omar Alhabra, who assures the Canadian government is doing all it can to secure the release of Neil Bantelman on the conviction. A conviction, by the way, that neither Canada nor the United States considers an application of justice. Both countries have said that unless Neil Bantelman is released, that uh, it's going to affect the relationship between Canada and and Indonesia, and the United States, and Indonesia. Guy Bantelman joins me on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Guy, thank you for taking the time. And, and which prison is your brother in now, and what is life like in that prison? Because uh, people who are convicted of child sexual abuse don't normally have an easy time in prison. Yeah, thanks for having me again, Roy. Neil is back in Chippenham, which is um, a major prison in uh, just outside of Jakarta. Uh, he has been placed in a long-term section of the prison, and he is unfortunately in within regular population. So there are obviously safety concerns that we have for Neil. What what's been happening most recently? Uh, you and your mom met with the uh, with the parliamentary secretary for uh, global affairs for Canada. What did you hear from the federal government? What's Ottawa doing for you? Yeah, we met with uh, Mr. Algebra last Friday in Mississauga, and really reiterated our concern for the case, the concern for due process and transparency in this whole case. Uh, he confirmed that, obviously, Canada is continuing to, to monitor the situation. They are pushing the case with their counterparts in Indonesia. And most recently, this past Thursday and Friday, uh, I was in Ottawa and spoke with several MPs and also various members of Global Affairs to talk about not only Minister Dion's statement in support of Neil, but also what additional action they'll be taking and the time frame around that. 
And you told us last time there's absolutely no doubt in your mind that your brother is not guilty of these charges or of the conviction. Absolutely not. This is, uh, this is a case based on greed and corruption, and that's been shown throughout the entire process uh, in, the, uh, in the legal uh, uh, case. So we obviously are very concerned about that. And at its most fundamental, can you explain for the people who have not heard uh, you on this program before or haven't heard you before, uh, what specifically has it been? Where has it been a situation where the justice system of Indonesia has failed your brother most dramatically? Well, I think it started right from the initial allegations. That it was uh, a mother who brought allegations against uh, six janitors, outsourced janitors at the school Neil worked at, and accused them of uh, sexually abusing her child. Uh, those janitors were uh, arrested and tried and convicted uh, based on forced um, uh, confessions. One of the individuals that was arrested was supposedly uh, committed suicide, but it's very clear that he was murdered by the police at that point. Neil was, uh, sorry, at the same time, the mother launched a $12.5 million lawsuit against the school. When the mother realized that the lawsuit couldn't go against the school because of the uh, outsourced nature of the janitors, her allegations changed to also include Neil and two other co-workers, and she increased her lawsuit to $125 million. All along, we've really felt that the judiciary has been completely blind to, you know, true facts. There was no evidence provided, no medical reports that provided any uh, substantiations to the allegations. So no medical evidence that uh, the, the little boy in question suffered any physical uh, damage of any kind? Absolutely. There's no medical evidence. There's no physical evidence. There were no other corroborating eyewitnesses that could back up the story of Really, when you get into the details of it, it's just so far-fetched and so um, utterly bizarre that, you know, these allegations have got to the level of God, let alone the convictions that these individuals have all faced. So your brother's in this prison, and he has an 11-year sentence. The original sentence was 10. The uh, Supreme Court of Indonesia added one year and turned it into an 11-year sentence. Um, is there an internal challenge to the Supreme Court decision that's available in Indonesia, in Canada? It's extremely difficult to challenge a Supreme Court ruling. Yeah, there's something called a judicial review, which we will uh, pursue at this point. You can raise a judicial review on two different cases. One is a, uh, a fact of issues you believe in the process that was followed. The other is new evidence that has been uh, unearthed during the trial. So. Our legal team is looking at both of those avenues to see which one or both that we'll pursue in this case. So what are the options that Canada has? What, what options does the federal government have to intercede, intervene with the Indonesian government? Is there, uh, is there an, uh, sort of outside channels that they're pursuing? Can, what can you tell us about what they're doing? Yeah, they, um, they shared with us a number of the avenues that they are pursuing. Obviously, some of those I've got to keep confidential. But they are really talking about this case at the highest levels within the Indonesian government, they're trying to really expo expose and explain this case to them so that they are taking a greater look at it and seeing really what's behind this case and really how did we get to this point in the convictions that were levied. Because what really is going to have to happen is it's going to have to be uh, satisfactorily proven that the Supreme Court of, of Indonesia had an ulterior motive in the decision that it, that it took, no? Yeah, I think we look there, but we also look at, you know, facts and law, what was done that was not properly executed, the, you know, the reviews that were done by the police and the judiciary, you know, the evidence or lack of evidence that was provided, 
why was some evidence not accepted at the you know very first trial that Neil went through. So there, there's several factors that we can look at and the, the government that they will pursue as we move forward with this appeal. When we last talked, we talked about um, some of the reaction that you've had from people in this country on social media. Some uh, You've had a lot of support. You've also had people who have uh, been um, very aggressive in in their uh, reactions to uh, to your brother. What are you hearing now going forward? Is it, is it more of a, um, do you have, have more support than you did before? What do you, I mean, are Canadians really engaged in, in your brother's situation? Well, for the most part, we have a very, uh, very uh, significant following that are in, you know, supporting Neil and, you know, do see the, the problems with this case. I, I think the challenge you run into is when you get accused of a crime like this and, and certain words are used, you know, people just draw their conclusions. They don't, you know, peel back the layers of the case and truly understand what's gone on. And, you know, and I understand that. I think that's part of how social media works today. And, you know, people read, you know, like the headline, but they don't get into the details. And, you know, again, when people raise the issues with the case and if they, you know, feel that Neil has been, you know, accused and Neil's got his just punishment, I, I say to them, well, take me through the case or I'll take you through the case and we'll look at the facts. You tell me what leads your, your, to your conclusion. So what's the next step? What are the next things that, uh, that you're going to do that you have? What are the next options you have available to you, Guy? Uh, we'll likely be back in Ottawa within a couple of weeks' time. We've uh, we met a number of MPs when we were down this week, and they uh, indicated that they will continue to support Neil. We've circulated a, a comprehensive document on the case to probably about two dozen MPs, and they're going to move that forward. Uh, there are other avenues that or global affairs is are going to pursue and we'll again be talking with them. So we, you know, we, we've met with people, they've uh, indicated that they're going to pursue different parts of, uh, or different actions. And we just have to follow up on that uh, in a couple of weeks time. Is there a site that people can, uh, can have a look at on online? Yeah, absolutely. On Facebook, there's uh, two groups, uh, uh, free Neil Bantelman and we stand with Neil Bantelman. Uh, and there's also a website free, free org. All right. Uh, Guy, we'll stay in touch, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens going forward with your with your brother's situation in Indonesia. Thank you for spending the time with us today. Thank you, Roy. Guy, Guy Battleman, Neil Battleman's brother. Speaking of brothers, we're going to be talking to Doug Ford when we come back. We'll talk to Doug about his brother, Rob, the former mayor of Toronto, who is battling a very, very aggressive cancer, and it's in a very um, dangerous time. So we'll talk to Doug about his brother, Rob, when we come back. Stay with us.